too close Cause I'm already tempted Chicago's Lost Generation. Wait a minute. It was the follow-up to the Sly, Slick, and the Wicked. That was 1970 on Brunswick. It bubbled under on the pop charts and was number 25 R&B, so respectable. And, of course, Larry Brownlee was in that group. I always bring him up, uh, whether I'm playing the CODs or this or Mystique, because he was uh, murdered on the streets of Chicago in 1978, 35 years old, and I've never gotten the full story. And I figure if I ask it enough, somebody at some point will say, oh, here's exactly what happened. But in the meantime, I just say, uh, rest in peace, Larry. And, of course, Laurel and Fred Simon were also in that group along with Jesse Dean, and uh, yeah, they were just terrific. The Lost Generation. We are talking, we're going to talk, you're about to meet Jen Z. She is the owner of Embrace Amazing. And it's very interesting that when the pandemic first started, there was an absolute run on toilet paper. I didn't understand it at first until I realized that people were about to learn what it was like to eat their own cooking, and maybe they needed supplies on hand. But more to the point, when I when I talk with people about this and they're cooped up at home, uh, the most amazing thing is they're not saving money, they're spending money particularly on, well, I don't know, uh, a pound of Reese's Pieces and uh, uh, several cases of barbecue potato chips. And don't forget the Mexican Cokes. So while this is a wonderful opportunity to, uh, in fact, have a reset on life, it's also uh, a great, great time to pig out. With that in mind, everything is on your physical health. But what about your psychological health, your mental health, and just your own growth as far as that goes. So, Jen Z, welcome to WGN Radio. Hello, how are you? Well, I'm fine. I'm in Arizona where we didn't have a shutdown. <laughs> so everything's, <laughs> everything's been just fine here for the most part. So, uh, yeah, but uh, as I uh, hear from people around the country, I, I do in some ways uh, almost get a kick out of hearing the stories like, like people who are saying, my God, my food bill just went up exponentially. And uh, I heard that from more than one person who, you know, I thought I'd be at home and maybe I'd exercise, but instead I'm just edging out. So uh, Embrace Amazing, and it's embrace-amazing.com for the the website, uh, kind of deals with getting yourself on track. So tell me about it. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I think this, the silver lining that we have to find with this uh, current situation, this pandemic that we're in, is to really take the time to be able to you know, focus on ourselves, not only our physical health, our bodies, but our minds as well, because we know there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of people that have been impacted health-wise and financially, um, and some people have been just fine, you know, being at home and being able to work from home. But I think now is a huge opportunity for us to really take that time to provide a little bit more of a healthy track for ourselves. And, you know, even if we're still working at home and we're super busy, I think we can look at the options of getting back to cooking at home and controlling the foods that we're putting into our bodies. And, you know, 
good food, good nutrients is just going to help boost our immune system. So I think that's something that people are really looking for right now. And it's something that's extremely important. That's so valid regarding uh, contagion. Uh, Not everybody who is exposed to a virus will, in fact, pick it up and have it manifest as a disease. And when we look at who's immune and who's not, oh, sure, there's all sorts of uh, genetic reasons. But beyond that, uh, garbage in, garbage out. What you eat is so crucial to your health. And I mean, I, I, I hate saying that, Jen, because everything I like <laughs> is bad for me. You know, I, I, wow. on, this, on this corporeal earth plane, I would have thought if you have to be in a body, at least get to eat the things you want. But no, my diet is simple. If I like it, I can't have it. And it's, <laughs> as, it's as basic as that. But with that in mind, I think there's a lot of people who, frankly, uh, probably want to do better than they are, but they don't even know how. You know, there's no real education for what's good eating. I mean, it's obviously not the fast food drive-through, although there are probably no. cho- there are probably choices there too. But I don't make them, you know. And so, with uh, <laughs> ever with uh, with that in mind, what can people who are saying, okay, maybe uh, maybe I'm not giving up the whole enchilada, but but I'd like to make some basic changes that will help me. Well, I think it can be a little bit simpler. I don't like to stay easy, but, you know, everything in moderation. Listen, I'm all about a good splurge, especially we came off a holiday weekend. Um, You know, culture, food, tradition, family, love goes into cooking. So there's so many memories around it. And, you know, you have to enjoy it, but move on. It's kind of the 80-20 rule. We really want to make sure that we're, you know, taking in a lot of those good nutrients and eating healthy. And one of the easiest ways to be able to do that is incorporating more water into your diet, making sure that you're adding more fruits and veggies, and the combinations of the foods that you're eating. It's always important to try and eat where there's a protein, good carbohydrate, and good fat all in combination together. Because, for example, if you eat a whole bowl of pasta or a really sugary dessert on an empty stomach, that's going to get digested super fast and stored as fat. So we want to slow that digestion down, and that's what proteins and fats can help do. So it's really about balancing and eating every few hours to really help keep that metabolism up, running, it's boosted. Um, So those are some of the easiest things that I can recommend. And when I work with clients, I don't like to tell them, you can't have this ever again. This is how you have to eat. I like to look at what they're doing already and kind of replace and add in small little things. There's always something you can replace for a healthier version. And then it's just a lot easier for them to be able to attain and achieve that and to be consistent with it. And sooner, you know, rather than later, they see all this progress and the weight just coming off and feeling better. It's not always about the weight. It's about the energy. It's just about feeling better, getting good sleep, getting exercise, movements. All of this stuff works together. You mentioned the F word fat, and I think that most people who think in terms of dieting, it is focused on, I want to lose weight, rather than this is healthy for me. I don't know, percentage-wise, how many people actually take the time to say, uh, well, I want to eat things that are healthy for me. Oh, it's fine to say it, but I mean to actually live it and do it. And so water, obviously, I would I would agree, that's, uh, that's a no-brainer. But in terms of uh, other things, maybe the superfoods, the things that you can just incorporate where this is going to go a long way to help you? What are they? 
Well, I think, you know, when we look at that and you talked about, you said, you know, the F word fast, but it's good fast, you know, so we're looking at olive oils, nuts, avocados. When we're looking at carbohydrates, we're looking at good starches. We're looking at quinoa, sweet potatoes, brown rice, you know, sprouted bread and grains, really good whole non-processed foods. And proteins, of course, if that's animal protein, if you're a vegan or vegetarian, you know, you can rely on other sources, a lot of nut butters, nuts, like I said, tofu, um, eggs, if you do, you know, if you're a vegetarian. But there's so many different um, things that we can use in combination. Not all these foods, all these foods are delicious and they taste good. And it's not like you can't have great tasting meals and have to just eat, you know, spinach all day long (laughs) you can incorporate that and make some fun recipes and add in all your fruits and veggies and just make it more colorful so that you have a really good balanced meal you're right about recipes and of course uh, for those of us who are lazy we're willing to set the microwave for three minutes for the pasta entree Uh, the (laughs) idea of actually uh, actually cooking something or combining something in such a way uh, for for many of us it's just we can't we can no longer say I don't have the time because the time now exists but uh, how many people are willing to take that step to say I'm going to invest in my diet in terms of time and energy well I think it's a little bit I think people get nervous and a little scared to cook in the kitchen Um, and you know I suggest, honestly, making, I think preparation is key. So making a food list, maybe if they're researching some recipes or, you know, there's so many people on social media right now to follow, but you can make and organize that food list. And I can even send people different food lists if they visit my site and email me just the foods to, that you should be looking for in the grocery store. And have fun. Have fun at home cooking with the family, with yourself. Don't look at it as something stressful. Look at it as a stress relief and something that you can enjoy and create. Right now is the time that I feel like we can all be a little more creative and put the phones down and the electronics and the technology as great as it is. We've been on it a lot to get through this time. So I think being a little bit more creative in the kitchen is something that can, you know, help with a lot of stress relief and you can come up with something that you would have never expected before. You mentioned stress relief, and of course, that's that's another linchpin on staying healthy. Uh, I don't know how many people are aware that the stress that they induce, and it usually is self-induced, uh, can can very much lower your resistance to all sorts of uh, untoward outside things. So. Uh, where you're saying, well, in the middle of this, you know, I don't know where my next dollar's from coming from. I don't know when I'm going to work. I don't know what's going on. You want me to have less stress. And, of course, the argument <laughs> would be that stress isn't what happens to you. It's your reaction to it. Oh, that's a nice lofty sentence. But how do you do it? Yeah, it's, it's hard during these trying times. But, you know, my biggest, you know, word of advice is breathe. I mean, I think it comes down to that when we can just be present and kind of stop in the moment, especially when we feel like we're getting a little anxious or worked up, really take a nice deep inhale through the nose, exhale through the mouth, just three deep breaths. And this is almost a form of meditation, but it's just going to help calm you down, calm the nervous system, get you back to your breath, getting aware and present in the moment. So then you can kind of focus a little bit easier and get more grounded. I also suggest, you know, if people have 
family, they can talk to friends, but journaling is something that is really important. And I think it's a great tool to be able to let out those emotions and, and all the struggles that you're keeping inside. We internalize so much. And I think not to take away from anybody's stress or pain um, or situations, but we do tend to make them a little larger than life in our minds. So if we can write them down and look at what we're afraid of, what our fears are, what the emotions are that we're struggling with, it's a little bit easier to look at, okay, this is what it is. I'm aware of this. And now I can take action to kind of, you know, move forward and make things a little bit better day by day. So I think reflecting and really being able to take that time to write, it's a physical act. So that's almost a form of a release. And honestly, movement. Movement is a huge stress relief. And I think even getting up and doing some like jumping jacks, jumping is great. It gets the lymphatic system moving and, you know, you can jump, you can do body weight exercises, squats, planks. You can go outside for a walk safely, of course, with your mask on. Um, But, you know, I think breathing the fresh air, getting some movement, being able to write and let go of some of the emotions that you're experiencing and feeling those feelings. If you need to cry, cry. If you need to, you know, call up a friend and vent, go ahead and do it. The more that we keep that stuff inside, the harder it is, you know, and we're going to be living with that stress a lot longer. Embrace-amazing.com is the website. Jen also has a podcast. We'll be talking about that. If you want to join us, 312-981-7200. I'm Raleigh James, and this is WGN Radio. the opals curtis mayfield wrote it. it was a flip of restless days on okay in 1965 didn't chart the dells recorded restless days decade earlier in fact it was the dells manager who found them they were teenagers in east chicago indiana the dells kind of took them under their wings and brought them to vj and they had a lot of background stuff there and then carl davis heard them and said i'm gonna record them put a few things out on okay and this was about the last one and i thought it was probably the best one so yeah the opals i'm so afraid which uh we're talking by the way with gen z we're gonna find about the podcast in a moment but um, embrace-amazing.com is the website and you know jenna i think i think fear is probably the most potent uh, emotion there is certainly people are easily controlled when their fear is so great and so at this point in time i would think that a lot of your clients are dealing with a fear issue how do you assuage that well i work with a lot of my clients one-on-one is with lifestyle coaching and like i said and and suggested journaling is great being able to talk and communicate with either myself or loved ones 
people that they trust, bringing in that daily movement, that meditation, we really kind of find the right appropriate meditation style for them, something that isn't going to take so much time, but also that they can do consistently daily um, to, you know, really gain that clarity that they're looking for. And it kind of calms their mind a little bit more. That's the whole goal. We want to, we're always going to have fears. We're always going to have different emotions. We can't stop that or prevent that. And we want to experience those things to be able to learn from them and grow. But we want to have that calm mind. We want to be able to kind of look at things from a detached state and realize, okay, this is how I can go ahead and handle this situation. Take that deep breath and be able to have that positive mindset and outlook Um, you know, to be able to move forward. So many times we get stuck in the negative and it brings us down a little bit more. And and then we almost become paralyzed where we we can't do anything. Um, And I'm, you know, really helping my clients, I think, during this time to find the positive things they can hold on to and to grow and to realize what is it that you really want. Now the time of change. We've had to adapt. It's kind of forced. But it's like, what's really going to make you happy? What are you realizing during this time? And moving forward, we're going into this new normal, but do we necessarily want everything to go back to normal the way it was before? So we're kind of really looking at some of the goals and and the current situation, how that's impacted um, their daily lives and figuring out how we can move forward. Yeah, I think that there are probably more opportunities than pitfalls in a reset like this. I like the idea of journaling because very often if you give your fear a name and you go through the, well, what's the worst that could happen scenario? Mm-hmm. You ask yourself that enough, you discover that actually there's very little to be afraid of on any on any major plane. Uh, I think most people are afraid uh, you know, of, quote unquote, the unknown, but haven't thought through that well, what's the worst that could happen to me? Because invariably, it, it, isn't, it isn't all that bad. Now, I'll bet you talk about some of these things on your podcasts. Yes, I do. <laughs> we, I talk about a lot of different things on my podcasts. There's a lot of things in the Gen Z world, but I love bringing different guests on to help inspire others. So I bring guests on talking about health, uh, fitness, jujitsu, life, just inspiring and motivational stories. A lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, um, especially people lately that have been in my city, Highwood, um, where I grew up, Highwood Highland Park area, um, talking about how they're getting through, you know, COVID-19 and how they're running their business. And there's so much history here. And I love hearing just people's stories and how they might have come from nothing and they've been able to fulfill such an amazing dream that they've had all their life. It's just people are amazing, and I love seeing others feel empowered. And I feel like through the podcast, you get that dose of inspiration and motivation. So if I go to embrace-amazing.com, I can get a link to the podcast? Absolutely. It's available everywhere. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, you name it. I would assume in the pandemic, you're not able to do the hands-on work, such as the the Reiki or the stress massage or uh, the jujitsu. But soon, soon you'll be back to that. But when I see jujitsu, of which I know nothing about, the first thing I say, it sounds (laughs) dangerous and painful. So, uh, uh, yeah, it doesn't sound like anything I'm going to be embracing soon. So what is it? Well, you know, there's very, there's a lot of embracing in jujitsu. It's very much, we say it's aggressive cuddles. 
Oh, um, lovely. So it, looks very, it looks very similar to wrestling. It's a grappling art. Wrestling. Uh, there's no striking, so there are submissions. It goes a little further than wrestling. Um, there's arm bars, chokes, leg locks. And, you know, the jiu-jitsu community was, you know, probably one of the biggest communi- communities affected besides restaurants and, you know, gyms. And um, we rely on our training partners, and we need to be close, you know, to each other. So um, a lot of us are really missing our teammates and, it, you know, talk about stress relief. Jiu-jitsu is just such a, it's a physical chess game. So it's great for the mind, body, and soul. Um, but, you know, we're definitely missing that. And we'll probably have to wait a little bit longer. But June 1st, I start opening up shops for some in-person clients. And uh, I can start with some waxing and Reiki and, you know, one-on-one sessions. But um, I'm still doing a lot of virtual sessions. And even doing that for meditation, personal training, it's been amazing. And people love that convenience of being at home and, you know, being able to have that session still. Jiu-jitsu, anything with the word choke in it tends to set me <laughs> off. So uh, I, uh, uh, what's the history of this noble art? Well, it originated from Japan, and then the Brazilians pretty much evolved it a little bit. So it's, you know, a lot of people refer to it as Brazilian jiu-jitsu. There's Japanese jiu-jitsu and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And it's very much um, a self-defense system, but then as it's you know, come to Brazil and the U.S., it's evolved more into a sport. So there's so many tournaments and competitions. You'll see a lot of wrestlers transition to, um, you know, jujitsu, MMA when the UFC started. I mean, that's really when it became super popular um, because it, it is, you know, a grappling art and people that are smaller can have the advantage. It doesn't really depend on size necessarily. So um, that's something that draws a lot of people to it and is great for those self-defense situations as well. I can understand it for self-defense and maybe Mm -hmm. even for for getting rid of all sorts of pent-up emotions because what better than strangling your opponent? But with that, with with all that in mind, uh, and they have competitions for this too as uh, as well. Uh, This And yes, Brazil, we're now limiting travel, as you know. Brazilians can't come here. Maybe this is part of it. I don't know. But (laughs) it does make you wonder. But uh, with, with that in mind i can see you know again when you when you look at it as an offshoot of wrestling okay but you look at a a nice petite suburban girl who's offering ear candling and reiki and jujitsu <laughs> uh you know it's like which one of these does not belong it's like an sat test so uh i i think people need to go to your site just to learn about that and uh, you'll be doing the Reiki again soon. And uh, gee, we're running out of time, and I didn't even have uh, time to get into ear candling. So, <laughs> yeah, another another ancient art that sounds like an utter disaster to me. But uh, but uh, uh, you know, you make it you make it look easy and fun. Embrace Amazing dot com, and you can get a lot online right now, including the podcast from Gen Z. And thanks for taking time out to join us. Of course, thank you so much. It was so fabulous.
Thank you. Yeah, yeah, good luck. All right, so I'm going to have to listen to those podcasts because I know somewhere in there I'll learn about jujitsu. Yeah, I... Choking and strength, no, although, you know, it is a great stress reliever, especially if you can pick your opponent. Now, it probably helps if your opponent also is a practicer of jujitsu, but then again, you'd probably win if they weren't. All right, I'll stop dreaming.